So I'm doing something different this year, something different for my annual podcast, my funny, 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 oh, isn't that so funny that I'm doing one podcast a year? That's hilarious. I'm amusing myself. I just, I kill me. But the first thing that's different is that music, the intro music. That was the first part of a song of mine called Live in Pain. Uh, I thought it was a lot more appropriate than uh, the song that I normally use for my podcasts. Uh, that song is uh, another original called uh, On a Sunny Day. Uh, but, you know, I figured going through the pandemic for the last year, a song called Live in Pain about a hermit was a lot more appropriate. My son and I have been locked down in our house for almost a year, 10 months actually. And uh, so, yeah, so that's the first different thing is the music. The other different thing is I'm not going to just be talking continuously unedited. I'm going to be doing a clip show, basically. I recorded some stuff in my car a couple days ago. I'll be editing that. I'm going to be going through and curating. I have been going through and curating some clips, some things on various apps on my phone that I've recorded over the last year, just little tidbits here and there. And some stand-up comedy clips. Uh, in particular, there's one that I really want to I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to play the whole thing or uh, little bits of it. But anyway, a year ago, almost a year ago, February 6th, to celebrate my 60th birthday, I got to perform at the Comedy Store. And I'll talk a little bit more about that as I intro the clip. So yeah, right now I'm going to stop talking. And uh, let's go into the thing that I recorded a couple days ago in my car. It is 11.31 p.m., January 20th, 2021. I thought I'd record something to commemorate the first president named Joe in the United States. The first president of the United States named Joe. That, of course, is the most important thing about this new president. The fact that his name is Joe, that's the most important thing. And now it's a happy occasion. For the last, uh, let's see, 17, 18, 19, 20, since 2017, so four years ago, this is the fifth, my fifth annual podcast. I'm doing this now to amuse myself. I don't know what three or four people on the planet might ever hear this because I'm not promoting it. I'm not going to promote it. I'll put it up on the website because that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Just... I don't know. I don't know how this started. It went from me doing a weekly podcast to, uh, that's W-E-E-K, by the way. And probably W-E-A-K. Okay, let's play with words, shall we? Anyway, I'm just amusing myself with the fact that what started as uh, me wanting to do a weekly podcast ended up being annual and I don't even have to do this at all at this point because it's kind of silly for me to sit down and probably talk about pretty much the same stuff I always talk about year after year. But this year's different, I guess, because, you know, there wasn't a pandemic for the past four years. So there's that. I'm alive. That's good. Counting my blessings. I really... I'm not in the mood to talk for an hour here. I thought I would do something different. Aside from the fact that I wanted to just sit in my car and record something on the day that President Joe Biden was inaugurated, I also wanted to uh, just say that I'm going to do something different. I'm going to record in some bursts. Some of it will be fresh stuff that I think of, but uh, I'm also going to go through clips that I've recorded on my uh, phone over the last year because every once in a while I'll just fire up fire up an audio app and record something, a thought, a song, a little song, a song lit, a song fragment, just various bits and pieces. I'm going to curate that stuff and string it together, see what I can come up with. Because one thing I've been doing, I've been doing multimedia stuff, not for anybody, just for myself. Well, and for Autumn and Jordan. They're my audience of two. I quit social media 10 months ago 
once the pandemic hit America, or at least once we admitted that it, it, it had hit America. Do you know how we knew? The NBA, the National Basketball Association, led the way when they canceled their season. And that's when America went, whoa, this shit is real. Forget the fact that it had started a few months earlier in China and we knew that it existed and that it was spreading. Uh, but no, it's not going to hit us. I wanted to, this to be a happy occasion because it is. Let me turn it to that. Let me change moods. Let me change tone. My voice is way too fucking serious. Way too serious. Joe Biden is the president now. I'm just looking forward to some decency. And it doesn't matter that we're still a divided nation because at least there's some hope. There's hope. That's all I can say. Let's end on that positive note. There's hope. And I'm going to continue to be creative for myself, not on social media because I just can't handle it. I socialize with my son. I socialize with Jordan. socialize with Autumn. That's it. That's all I need. We're hunkered down here at home getting food delivered weekly from Imperfect Foods and from Ralph's. We're giving to charity. I normally don't like to talk about that because I'm, I'm not the kind of person who likes to wear that on my sleeve or or go on social media and go, hey, I gave to charity or any of that stuff. I, but the only reason I'm saying it now is just to say I'm, with what's been happening with more awareness about racial injustice, and it's not that racial injustice is anything new. It's not that systemic racism is anything new. It's just there's been a more of an awakening Fortunately, it's unfortunate that it's still a thing, but it's fortunate that, I don't know, this might actually be moving the needle in a, in a good direction. And, and we're giving to some charities on a regular basis. I got rid of my uh, police response uh, security system and turned that money, that monthly money, into giving to um, Black Lives Matter and the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. And then giving to other charities too, people that have been hit by the pandemic because I'm way too fucking lucky. Way too fortunate. Just really fortunate. Counting my blessings. Counting my blessings. Yeah. I feel done. I feel done for now. I'm going to do like what I've been doing up in the home studio. And instead of just uh, doing an unedited thing here, I'll put something together. Add some music, some segues, some clips. Have fun with it. Because you know what? Even though we're in the middle of a global pandemic, I'm giving myself, I'm giving myself the right to be creative. Because what else am I going to do? So welcome to the random part of the podcast, (laughs) as if that's different from anything else in this podcast, right? Or any other podcast I've ever done, because it's it's all just random. This is actually the most planned out I've done, I think. Maybe there were some when I was doing more regular podcasts, I might have written some notes and actually planned things out. But uh, that aside, um, this random portion is going to be audio stuff that I, of course it's audio because this is an audio podcast, but it's going to be just clips of things that I've curated from my iPhone that I've recorded over the past year. Just randomness, just thoughts, songs, whatever's stuff. And uh, I was going to scatter them around in the podcast episode, but then I thought, eh, I'll just have a block. So here we are. Randomness. Here's a weird thought before I go to bed. It's January 21st, 2021. That's not the weird thought. It's 1.06 a.m. That's not the weird thought. The weird thought is this. Since I last recorded my annual podcast on January 19th, 2020, there was less than two months where I got out of the house. Did stand up a few times. And then March 13th, the shit hit the fan and stopped going out. March 13th, we went to Ralph's and it was a clusterfuck. A bunch of people crammed in there, not socially distanced. It was when we first found out about the term social distancing. And yet there we were all packed into Ralph's, scrambling to get stuff. People loading up on toilet paper. 
We weren't there to hoard. We were just there to shop, but we got stuck in the middle of it. But point being, in the last year, I only spent like seven weeks out of the house. The rest of the time has been here in the house. So that's what I'm here talking about off and on little clips. I'm gathering some clips of thoughts, gathering some clips of stand-up and recording new stuff like I'm doing right now. That's the thought. In a year since the last recording, I only left the house for like seven weeks. I've left on a handful of times since then. We had to go to a couple of different appointments. But that's it. Ten months. Ten months in the house. You know what the weird thing is, though? It's not that weird. Jordan and I get along fine. And, uh, hey, there have been a lot of times in my life where I haven't left the house that much. So it's another instance where I'm lucky because some people are being driven crazy by this. I work from home. So when everybody had to switch to telecommuting and that was mandated, for me, that wasn't a change. Damn, how did I get so lucky? I mean, this whole thing sucks. I have empathy. I hate what's going on. I hate that so many people have died and my guard's not going down because things started getting better and then they got worse. And now there's a vaccine, but that doesn't mean it's over. 10 months and counting. And yet somehow, oddly, I'm okay. And aside from, I don't know, times like now, when I think about it, I, I just, I don't know, it started to feel normal. As I suspected, that was there was just a lot of bumping and thumping and sound from the keys and stuff when I set the iPhone right on the piano. So I'm going to set it over off to the side. Let's see how that sounds. done it just keep doing it I've always done it always done it just keep doing it always done it always done it just keep doing it always done it done what done what I've kept up I've kept up I've kept up with technology I've just kept up okay woke up with that little thought and that little Rhythm and that little melody and the little lyric in my head. I've always done it. Just keep doing it. I've always done it. <laughs> Just keep doing it. I'm starting to study AWS, Amazon Web Services. That's just one example, but I don't want to get too specific here. I just want to say I've got a house, I've got an act, a comedy act. I've got a day job. I've always done it. Just keep doing it. I've always done it. Thank you. So I've been told I look like the kind of guy that would have a manifesto. <laughs> and most of you agree. Yeah.
Alexa, is the rain expected tomorrow? It might rain in Temecula tomorrow. There's a 42% chance. Enjoy it while you can. Before the shit hits the fan. Enjoy it while you can. Before the shit hits the fan. Yeah. In the time it takes to bitch about it, it could be done. In the time it takes to bitch about it, it could be done. In the time it takes to bitch about it, it could be done. In the time it takes to bitch about it, it could be done. In the time it takes to bitch about it, it could be done. In the time to take a bitch about it, it could be done. Okay, everything except that last part. Just a little sample with uh, some string bending on the Les Paul through my Zoom 505 multi-effect guitar pedal. That's it, just a sample, just a tease, just a taste. Another little sample, Les Paul through the Zoom 505 effect number A2. And this sounds like Sweet Jane to me. I was telling Autumn how the different effects will inspire me to play different songs. And here's an example. That's it. Another quick sample. This is Les Paul through the Zoom 505 effect E3. E3 has this harmony thing going. If you play one string, it sounds like multiple guitars. So listen to this. Here's just one note. Hear that? So and then just a little riff. That's it. discovered something. I started speaking at this pace in the shower. I feel that this exercise could be groundbreaking for me right now I am recording this for fear of losing the feeling speaking this way all of the time would be silly my assumption is that it would drive other people crazy. I am speaking this way as a meditation. As I do this, I realize that slowing down is very calming. I 
think I've made my point. It's Sunday, and I'm participating in that bad habit of worrying about Monday. And then I started to think, what if today was the middle of a vacation? What if today was in the middle, right in the middle of Christmas vacation? Then I had a better thought. What if today were the only day? What if today were the only day? What if today was the only day? What if today was the only day? Isn't today the only day? There are people with no food, no job, no house, and I'm stressing out about ordering groceries. I just saw a car commercial where they were chasing after their dog in their car. Dog was going weaving in and out throughout the neighborhood, up one bridge, down another, all over the place. And then because they have this amazing car, they caught the dog. And now it's happy. Happy ending, right? Put the dog in the back of the car. Happy ending. But maybe they should ask themselves, why was the dog running away? It's time for coffee and some pecan pie. Coffee and some pecan pie. Coffee and some pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. Coffee and some pecan pie. Coffee and some pecan pie. Coffee and some pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. Yeah, and make sure that whenever you sing coffee and some pecan pie, you do the coffee and some pecan pie dance. If you don't know it, too bad for you. I am, 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 I am. People say believe half of what you see, none and none of what you hear. I can't help but being confused. If it's true, won't you tell me, dear? Tell me, dear. Tell me. My voice is feeling kind of good and relaxed here. One thirty in the morning on Halloween, just before I go to bed. So I thought I'd just record a snippet. I need to go into the studio. And by studio, I mean the room next door to my bedroom. I need to go there soon. I stopped recording again. I'm gonna do it. You don't have to go dancing to dance. You don't have to go dancing to dance. You don't have to go dancing to dance, to dance, to dance, dance here, dance now, dance. Well, I tell them there's no problem, no problem, no problem, no problem, no problem. Oh, well, I tell them there's no problem, no problem, no problem, no problem. Oh, well, I tell them there's no problem, no problem, no problem, no problem, no problem. I don't need to be the guy that figures out everything. I don't need to be the guy that figures out everything. That just came to me when I was thinking about my ego or lack of, get rid of it, man. I don't need to be the guy that figures out everything. I don't need to be in control of stuff, whether at work or away from work. I don't need to be the guy that figures out everything. 
I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't know what day of the week it is. Ah, vacation. Sorry, Mr. Comedian, but I'm not interested in your fearlessly unfiltered irreverence. I don't gotta do anything with it. I just gotta do it. I just gotta do it. I don't gotta do anything with it. I just gotta do it. Just gotta do it. Creativity, man. That's what I gotta do. That's it. I don't gotta do anything with it. Need I explain more? Alexa, play the album McCartney 3. Okay. Hey, it's Paul here, and you're about to experience my new record, McCartney 3, right now. Why is there something instead of nothing? Hmm? Why? Why is there something instead of nothing? Oh no, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Oh no, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Not as bad as I thought it would be. Oh no, it's not as bad. Not as bad. Yeah. So there's a chorus. My typical repeat it four times chorus. I was just, um, what was I doing? Context. I was... uh Oh yeah, I just I moved our big old chairs, the motorized reclining connected chairs, and uh, there was some stuff underneath it as you would expect, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. So then that little tune started playing in my head as I vacuumed it up, and then I thought, ooh, you know what that could be? That could be a song about thinking too much. It could be a song about thinking too much, and then... The payoff is, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Eh? And now, no more interaction with the outside world. And now, no more interaction with the outside world. Yeah. Just, uh, just got some groceries delivered on Christmas Eve. And... I'm relieved that I can just settle down now and not not think about anything coming my way, no deliveries, no nothing. Even though, you know, it's not that that was a bad thing. Some people don't have food right now. I've been giving to multiple charities that are delivering food to people, so don't get me wrong. I appreciate how spoiled I am. But still, I just, now I'm looking forward to kicking back. And not interacting with the outside world. Yeah. Cha-cha-cha. It doesn't matter right now. It doesn't matter right now. It doesn't matter right now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter right now. Are you thinking about something? Is there a problem in your head? Think about what Eckhart Tolle said. What is my problem right now? Chances are, that thing you're thinking about, it's not a problem right now. Something about the future, something you gotta do later, dwelling on the past. It's not a problem right now, now, now. It's not a problem, it's not a problem. It's not a problem right now. Okay, sure. So some people have problems right now. They're hungry. They've lost their job. Something's wrong right now. They're sick. It's a pandemic. You got a disease. That's a problem. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the rumination, the dwelling, the dog chasing its tail. It's not a problem right now, 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 now. If only you knew that dreams could come true, then what would you do?
today. The fundamental things apply as time goes by. Mm-hmm. I'm just one of seven billion. Just one of seven billion. Just one of seven billion. Yeah, so anyway, I was riffing a little bit earlier, amusing myself. So began just by singing that classic song and dancing around and looking at myself in the reflection in the windows in the kitchen in the sliding glass door and then I just realized how silly it was that I'm one in seven billion but this is all I got it's all I got what else can I do man what else can I what else can I be I'm just one of seven billion. Cha, 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 cha. It can wait till Monday. It can wait till Monday. Hey, hey, hey. It can wait till Monday. It can wait. It can wait. What is it? It's anything. It's anything. I got the last. I was trying not to count, but I'm counting. Let's see. Today's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Five days, including today, uh, left in my 24-day vacation. And I got an email notification from the United States Postal Service telling me that I had some mail. I've got a, some of those. And I'm thinking, you know what? It can wait till Monday. Yeah, it can wait. It's just, I don't feel like going outside. It's a pandemic. Going outside is an ordeal to me. I understand some people are going outside all the time. I get it. I know. But not me. I don't feel like it. And especially now, it's like it's a vacation. I just want to lock myself in the house like I have been for months now. And especially during this 24 days off, I just don't want to go outside. I don't want to go to the mailbox. Part of me feels, oh, it's ridiculous. Look, I could get it done in five minutes. I don't care. It's cold outside. I know it's California cold, but it's still cold. It's getting down. It was, you know, this week it was like high, a high in the 50s. A high was like 50 and a low was like 30 something. That's cold enough. So fuck y'all in those places where it's snowing, where you go, oh, you people in California, you're so soft. Whatever. Why, why am I getting mad at these fictitious people right now? This took a turn. I just wanted to say, I'm mean, doing some song therapy. I think I woke up, uh, I, I know I woke up, but I woke up the other day chanting. Just, you know, I know it, I didn't invent chanting, obviously, but it was just a simple melody and I recorded the melody because it was like five notes. But then I realized, you know what? Waking up with a song in my face was felt good. And then it occurred to me, I could do this more often. You know, I'm not a religious man, but I am Jewish. And part of the Jewish religion right now is, you know, I can sing my way to happiness and dance. And again, nothing new. Why do I keep saying that? Why does that little voice in my head keep wanting to give that disclaimer that it's nothing new? Of course it's nothing new. Nothing's new. I'm one of seven billion people on planet Earth right now, and there's billions of people who have come before me. Nothing is new. Nothing. We get all this technology that gives us the, the illusion that we're so advanced, and then a pandemic comes along and kicks us in the ass and lets us know we don't know what the fuck we're doing, right? So all I can do is maybe sing and dance a little bit. If I'm starting to feel anxiety, I need to have this post-hypnotic suggestion in my head that just says, just sing and dance, motherfucker. Make up a song. Make up a little tune. Make up a melody. Don't worry if it's going to be a hit song or any of that shit. You know, one day, maybe, maybe I'll get the urge to put myself out there again. But in the meantime, I'm an audience of one to myself. Maybe I've got another audience member in Autumn occasionally that I'll share stuff with her. But for the most part, it's just trying to get through the day, you know, just getting through the day, being happy to the best of my ability and song therapy. That's my new thing. You know, there's never one key. There's never one key. The Calm app today 
one of the meditations I did called the Daily Trip. It was about forgetting and remembering. Reminded me, it reminded me that I'm not alone in this whole thing about forgetting and remembering over and over and over again. I read my journal entries from when I was 20 years old and I think, wow, I knew that then? What happened? How did I forget? And then I realized I didn't just forget once, I forget over and over again. And then I'm reminded today, thank you, Mr. Calm. Jeff Warren, I think is his name, the particular guy who leads this daily trip. <laughs> I'm in the pantry, by the way, with the door closed. If you're uh, if you're wondering what these particular acoustics are, that's pantry with the door closed acoustics. That's what this is. So <laughs> I digress frequently. The bottom line of this whole recording here is song therapy. That's it. That's my new key. That's one of the keys. There's always multiple keys, but that's a good one. I like it because it feels good. There's a reason why I think why religions do chanting and boom. I don't need to do the self-flagellation. I'm not going to do that. I'll dance instead, <laughs> but chanting is good. Sometimes just a little riff. Attach some words to it. Let the subconscious is, you know, it's like the closest I'm going to come to freestyling. I'm not going to try to freestyle in the rap sense. I'm not going to be some pathetic old white guy freestyling. But then even as I say that, I think, why not? I don't know. Why, why limit myself? If that's a skill that I wanted to try to nurture, even though I haven't, even though I understand that people who've done that have been doing that, you know, their entire lives or at least since they were kids, but that doesn't matter doesn't matter. If that's something I felt like doing, I'll do it. But in the meantime, my freestyling amounts to usually like five notes coming out of my face. Like, how did this one start? How did this recording start? It was so long ago. Oh, yeah, I can put it off till Monday. I don't even remember the melody. I don't remember already. I can put it off till Monday. It can wait till Monday. Something like that. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm just tinkling with my voice, tinkling, tinkling, like a like tinkling on the piano, like tinkling on the guitar, like just fiddling around, fiddling around with my voice. Just do it, man. It's the new key. It's my new key. Song therapy. Just song therapy. Part of my never-ending battle to compartmentalize and to drown out the other things that I'm not going to mention right now. I'm not going to mention it because I got five days left before I have to go back to it. Why am I arguing with the motherfucker? Why am I arguing with the motherfucker? Why am I arguing with the motherfucker? Don't argue with the motherfucker. Don't argue with the motherfucker. Don't argue with the motherfucker. Don't. Just don't. Just don't. Okay? Don't argue. Don't argue with... The motherfucker. Every day, a holiday. Every day, a holiday. I'm really uh, working on convincing myself of that. It's Saturday, day 23 of 24 days off. Look how spoiled I am, man. 24 days off. What have I got to complain about? Nothing. But still, it's only natural that I'm... Looking barely over the horizon at the workday on Monday with some mild dread. <laughs> Let's leave it at that, huh? But here's what I'd like to do once Monday comes is to remind myself that it's all in my mind. Every day, a holiday. Every day, a holiday. I have a philosophical question. After listening to a little bit of Philosophize This. Why do I do what I do do? Huh? Why do I do what I do do? Why is there something instead of nothing? Repeat indefinitely. I've said this before. Lots of people have said this before. But that little melody was in my head. Have I recorded that before? Have I? It's so simple. 
Why is there something instead of nothing? What are those notes even anyway? Figure them out. See if it's worth anything. Instead of nothing. You are nothing. Just a bunch of nothing. Silly, 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 silly man. Yeah, you are nothing. Ghosting me, what? Are you thinking, I don't know, you're nothing, you're nothing. You're gonna be in my rear view mirror. You're nothing. You're nothing. Guess who I'm talking about? I. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because he's nothing. Silly, silly man. Ghosted me for a week. After riding my ass, after riding my ass around the room, back me in the corner. You are nothing, just a bunch of nothing. Silly, 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 silly man. Bye-bye. Let it drift away. There's nothing I can do about it. Let it Drift away. I've been meditating for over 400 days. Every day. 10 minutes, sometimes 20, mainly 10 minutes a day for over 400 days. So in spite of the fact that there's a global pandemic and, you know, I'm not feeling 100% great about the world, obviously. I say obviously, I don't know. Maybe there's some people who are happy about it. But I digress frequently. I'm meditating, so I'm feeling good, as good as I can feel more centered, more grounded, more balanced, whatever words you want to use. Feeling okay using the Calm app. Been doing that two or three years now, I guess, but 400, I've got my latest streak is over 400 days. Did I mention that? Over 400 days? So there's that. Got a shitty boss. Join the club, right? No, but look, not all bosses are shitty. I've had decent bosses in in, you know, in the last 13 years that I've been uh, working in pretty much the same area. Had five different bosses. And this is the worst one. I've put up with them for a couple of years, two or three years. I'm, I'm just done. I lit the fuse recently requesting to be moved to something else. I don't know how long it'll take for that to happen, but in the meantime, I'm also taking the bull by the horns and I'm doing my own search to actually change, to make a drastic change to something more in line with my with my core being, something a little... I don't, I don't want to even go into specifics. It's just I'm ready for a change. And I'm not taking a big risk, though, because, you know, like, I, I have a secure job. I'm going to keep that security. I'm just going to move to something different. Because I finally realized, fuck my boss. That's what I finally realized. And I don't like feeling that way. I don't like waking up in the morning thinking, ah, shit, I got to go do whatever this fucker says. I don't like having that feeling. I'm 60 years old, man. Life's too short. Or is it? <laughs> I'm not ready to go yet. I'm also not ready to retire. Got a mortgage to pay and uh, going to still keep being a productive member of society. I'm just not, I just, uh, I just don't want to work for a shitty boss. And even when I do get a better boss or a different boss or whatever, I'm, uh, I'm also just not caring all that much about my day job and I don't have to, I don't have to care Beyond the fact that I care about doing a good job, I'll do what I'm asked to do. But what I'm doing when I'm not working is stuff, just stuff. I'm being a lot more creative these days, just lots of little stuff, not for anybody else, just for me. That's the, you know, it doesn't mean I'll never put things out there again. Because for one thing, this that I'm recording right now, I plan on posting this. I'm going to put this on the website. It's going to be my annual podcast, part of my annual podcast. So there's that. But for the most part, what I'm doing, I'm not sharing with anybody except for my kids, my grown ass adult kids. And that's it. 
will I ever share with the world again? I don't know. But I, I do know that when I listen to a lot of people who have productive, prolific careers in the entertainment industry or, you know, as writers and various creative, creatives, various creative folks, a lot of them say that they do it for themselves. Liz Gilbert, I quote her a lot because Liz Gilbert is very inspirational. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And she talks about that. She writes for herself. She doesn't write for an audience. She writes for herself. She would be doing it if nobody read it. And, and early on in her career, uh, nobody did read it. And, and I believe her. I believe her when she says that that's how she writes now, even though she has an audience. She doesn't care how, how many books she sells, and she really does not put pressure on her writing. She personifies her writing and says she doesn't put pressure on her writing to make her living for her. And even though she's obviously doing okay for herself now, after years of being a successful author, I really do think that her whole motivation is to be creative. And she preaches that to other people. Say, look, just be creative, make stuff, do things. Doesn't matter if it's good. Doesn't matter if it's for anybody else. If anybody else sees it, just do it. If you want to put it out there for other people to see, fine. If not, fine. So I've been really, really doing that lately. Doesn't matter what it is, playing guitar, playing playing the piano, fucking around with video editing, just everything. And then cross-pollinating all that stuff. I got back into drawing recently. I got a drawing tablet for my computer. And I'm going to be doing some little animation and combining animation with video and voice. And I had a couple of voiceover auditions last week for some projects up in L.A. that I would record from home. I'm not going to L.A. I got my boundaries. And if I ever do stand up again, which is doubtful. But look, never say never if I ever do stand up again. I'm putting some clips in this podcast because I just felt like doing this like a clip show and being fragmented, doing something different because the world is different than it was a year ago. And I'm different. I've assessed what's important to me. And it only took a global pandemic to make me realize that I really don't care about comedy. <laughs> Not that much. I care about comedy, you know, in the sense that I'm, I have a sense of humor, but I don't miss performing. I really don't. Only took a global pandemic for that, huh? <laughs> so it's not that I'm not interested in comedy. I'm just not motivated to really seek out performing. I mean, for one thing, there's a pandemic going on. But I did find out through the grapevine whenever I tune in sometimes to what the world is doing, what's going on out there. I found out that there are still some people going out there performing at drive-ins. People are honking their horns instead of laughing. Or people are, I saw that the comedy club downtown that I used to go to where they were rebelling against the, the rules, against the rules, against, against the rules, against, they were rebelling against the mandates for, uh, uh, God damn it, there's sentences in there somewhere. They were just performing out in the street when they weren't even supposed to be performing, doing open mics out on the street. I'm going, look, I'd rather live, thank you. I don't want to risk my life for an open mic. And here's the point. If I ever do back, go back to doing stand-up again, if the world ever enters a non-pandemic era, I don't know if we're just going to be in pandemic after pandemic after pandemic from now on. I don't know. If I ever do go out and perform again, though, it'll be on my terms. I was journaling about that. It's another thing. I, I get a streak going. I get a 400-plus-day streak of meditating. Now, I don't have an unbroken streak of writing in my journal, but I've been writing in my journal more consistently. And one thing I've learned about myself in the last 10 months or so during this uh, pandemic, staying at home, is that uh, boundaries, certain boundaries are going to be set up. I don't need no more names in a bucket going to open mics, hoping that I may get a spot. No, I'll either never do stand-up again, or if I do, it'll be because I pop in to some uh, friend who's doing a show somewhere, and I'll, I'll do a show, I'll do, I'll do a guest spot, or I'll do my own damn show, or I'll just not do it again. I don't, it doesn't matter. 
Uh, well, part of <laughs> the part that does matter is uh, while I don't regret because regret is useless, I don't regret spending all those hours on the road and for maybe or maybe not getting my three minutes of stage time. I don't regret it because for whatever reason, it's something I felt compelled to do. But the more it's in the rearview mirror, the more I realize, fuck that. I'm, you know, I'm too good. All modesty aside, seriously, I'm good. And this whole thing about just, oh, you got to get at the back of the line every time you go back in to the industry. Uh, no, not really. And, and if that is the case, then fine. I'll, I'll just keep doing my own thing for myself. And I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Despite the fact that uh, I'm realizing that a lot of my tone as I'm recording these little snippets for this podcast are sounding um, mean. <laughs> the, the sounding, sounding angry and mean. I'm, I'm generally kind of feeling pretty, pretty okay. Again, in spite of things, in spite of when I think about what's going on in the world and all the people that have died and the people that are out of jobs. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about my boss. I got a shitty boss. Some people don't have a boss because they don't have a job. So there's your perspective for you. On my birthday next month, I will turn 61. The same age my mom was when she died. It's just, it's just weird. Time is weird. 18 years ago. 18 years ago. I don't have to tell you this, but I'm going to anyway. I This is take number two. I talked for a few minutes, several minutes. I don't know. And somehow it was just messed up. Didn't have the right channel. I'm still learning on Logic Pro. But that's not a Logic Pro thing. That's just a, I should have done a quick test first. I should have checked to see that there was actually a signal being recorded, right? I was hearing it in my ears, but the thing I didn't look at was to see if there was actually a waveform showing up. Now there is, and now this is too much information. But hey, that's pretty much what this whole thing is about, isn't it? So here's why I'm talking today. At the end of that last clip, you heard me say time is weird. So, along those lines, it is now July 2021. It's six months since I recorded a few clips for the annual podcast, which has become a clip show. I had, as you know by now, if you've listened this far, you know that I, all those clips, the random clips were just from last year, from 2020, mostly during the pandemic. And then in January, after Biden was elected, I recorded a little intro to the podcast in January 2021, and now it is July 2021. And I have finally gotten around to putting this all together, to gluing things together. I say finally, but you know, does it matter? Why do I say that finally, as if there's a deadline, as if somebody's waiting for this? It's just judgment. It's internal judgment. It's the ongoing internal judgment. But before I go on way too long, here's the points I wanted to make. Or not even the points. I was just going to do a really quick intro to the next clip, which is the last clip. The next clip is my birthday show from February 6, 2020, just before we got into lockdown in March for the pandemic. February 6, 2020, it was a happy occasion. Autumn got to be there. My daughter who wouldn't exist if it weren't for the comedy store, I'm assuming, because that's where I met her mother, Stephanie, who also showed up for my birthday show last year. And that was nice. The three of us were there at the same time at the room that, if I was going to say caused the birth of my children, but I don't know about the cause and effect, but it, it, the comedy store is definitely an accomplice. It's part of my kid's origin story because Stephanie and I wouldn't have met otherwise. We were in different worlds. And our worlds collided at the comedy store. And now as I become self-conscious of my mouth noises, maybe I should wrap this up. I just want to say it was a nice show. It was a good show. I enjoyed myself. And for all I know, it might be my last 
time doing stand-up. I've said that a lot of times in the past, though, so I guess I shouldn't say that. I don't know. But as I've mentioned earlier in this podcast, in this annual installment, I'm really not feeling it anymore. I'm just not. But this show was good. It was the first time I did a gig at the Comedy Store in 30 years. I had Last time I performed in front of a paid audience was 1991. So it was a long time. And it was fun. I'd been doing open mics at the Comedy Store for the last few years, but this was in front of a paid audience for my birthday. Some friends showed up. I won't name them all, but there were some friends from, a couple of friends from high school. One of my, my best friend, Gerard McAvania, a.k.a. Mac, from seven, my best friend from seventh grade was there. It was fun. And Autumn and her boyfriend were there. And Stephanie, my ex-wife, was there. It was fun. I enjoyed it. And now I'm going to hand it off to the person who introduced me. And this will be the last time you'll hear me talking um, in the present moment, at least the present for me, from July 2021. I'm signing off from July 2021 and taking you back to February 6th, 2020. Yeah, thank you. You know, I, I know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people look at me these days and they think, wow, the years have not been kind to Garth. <laughs> <laughs> Party on, La Jolla. I've been accused of having a mullet. This is not a mullet, it's a skullet. Actually, I went to the barber and I said, give me the Ben Franklin. <laughs> and what's with this? Can you guys see this? These little hairs up here hanging on for dear life, just like me. I know it looks ridiculous, but I shaved them off once, but I felt bad because they're trying so hard. Oh, poor little hairs. Okay, enough about my hair. Let's talk about something superficial. Uh, I've been married twice, divorced twice because I'm balanced. That's an accounting joke. Two marriages, two divorces, that's balance, right? If I got married again, not balanced. That's how that works. My first wife was Bulgarian. She probably still is. <laughs> I used to make fun of Bulgaria as part of my act until I found out that Bulgaria is one of the poorest countries in the world. So I don't really like to kick a country when it's down. No. I'll leave that to the president. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know. The applause are fine. But no politics. No politics. I'm not a political comedian. I hate politics. Let's talk about something more pleasant, like divorce. <laughs> My first divorce, really, my first divorce wasn't all that bad in the whole scheme of things because we were married for four years, no kids. I like to call it my marriage mulligan. Those are the golfers in the house. To the rest of you who don't know, a mulligan is a golf term. It's a do-over, right? If you're golfing with your buddies, I'm seeing some nods. You're golfing with your buddies, you shake a ball off in the woods, you can just go, mulligan, you take another ball out of the bag. First one never happened, right? So that ball that got shanked off in the woods, that's my first marriage. Not nice, is it? Not nice. But accurate, actually. Second marriage. Second marriage, not only 16 years, two kids. Yeah, that, one, that was painful, man. I went through all those stages of grief. You know those stages of grief? It's denial, anger, strip clubs. <laughs> I know the psychology people out there are going, no, nah, that's not the third stage. No, no, I, I don't go to strip clubs anymore, but I did. I used to go. Thank God for strip clubs. You know, some people say that strip clubs are the devil's work. No, my God created strip clubs. I'll have you know. Yeah, amen. Yes. <laughs> That's my ex-wife clapping over there, actually. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Second marriage. No, see, the thing is, here's the thing about, I, I've been divorced for 12 years now, but I don't like, do I still have to say I'm divorced? It's been 12 years. Isn't there like a statute of limitations on that? I mean, if I robbed a bank 12 years ago, I got away with it, but I'm divorced for life? I don't get that. It doesn't seem fair. It's just that, you know, but there's only like single, married, divorced. I'm beyond single. I don't like saying I'm divorced. I need another status that applies to me. Something like happy. That would be it. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, see, I'm, no, you guys, I, I know there's a lot of happy people out here. I'm not against people in happy relationships. That's great. More power to you. I'm just done. Done, as in done my time. 
as in served my sentence, as in paid my debt to society, and other prison metaphors, actually. <laughs> I am done. I'm just done. It's been, it's real, it still is hard to believe that, no, we've been divorced for 12 years. 12 years, right? Which means I haven't had sex in 20 years. <laughs> Somebody laughed way too loud over there. The truth. There you go. The truth is funny, right? And a bit painful, actually. I've decided something though about sex. I've decided if I ever do have sex again, I'm gonna be a streamer. <laughs> I'm gonna scream things like, ouch! My back hurts! I think I broke my hip! You're right for not laughing at that. That is ageist. That is ageist. I'm being ageist against myself. You know, I'm thinking a lot about my age these days, though, because I'm turning 60 in five days. Five, thank you for surviving that long at 60. I don't feel 60, though. I still feel like a kid. A kid, except when I'm shaving my ears. That'll... <laughs> that'll fuck with the illusion of youth, won't it? I'm not in total denial. I know I'm not a kid. I know I'm getting up there in years and other euphemisms. I know. I, I know. I just, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I'm stammering because I've been thinking a lot more about my mortality. I'm in denial. I'm thinking a lot more about my mortality. About my last words for some reason. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Why would I be thinking about my last words? It's not like you can plan your last words. But I hope my last word is yes. Yes, yes, God, yes, yes, please. Faster, 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 yes, yes, yes. That's the spot, that's the spot, yes, yes, yes. Yes! Because I'm a positive guy, that's what I'm saying. I am a positive guy, I am. Not as positive as I used to be, though, because like he mentioned when he introduced me, I used to work here 30 years ago. I turned 30 in this room. I did. I remember, I was working the door, right? I was working the door the day before my birthday, and then, you know, like, and then it was gonna be my birthday past midnight, so I was running around this, the room before midnight going, I'm still in my 20s, I'm still in my 20s, I'm still in my 20s. That's back when I had dreams. Now, no, no more dreams. Now this is just something to do while I'm waiting to die. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting the, is that like the Super Bowl, I'm getting the incomplete pass, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting some kind of infractions sign over there. Uh, no, but seriously, I just, I just don't have any dreams anymore. I, 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 it's, you know, dreams are good, though, you know. I, dreams are good to some people. It's just I'm, I'm just, I'm just done dreaming. And that's my TED Talk. Thank you very much. No more dreams. That's my TED Talk. I actually could give a legit TED Talk because uh, I'm a nerd. I started off talking about Garth. I am. I'm a nerd. You're laughing. Do I not look like a nerd? Totally. Totally? <laughs> like, surprise! What, you think you're surprising us, Joe? <laughs> okay, well, play along anyway. Pretend you didn't think I'm a nerd. Uh, I got nerd cred. For those of you who don't think I'm a nerd, which is apparently nobody, I got my degree in mathematics. I'm a, soft, I'm a software engineer. And I own a bowling ball. So... <laughs> I could have just said that, right? You had me a bowling ball. I went bowling for the first time uh, in years, a couple months ago, and I hurt myself. I did, I hurt myself. I pulled a thigh muscle and I sprained a finger. I'm not in bowling shape, folks. It's really disturbing to me because I used to be an athlete, like legit, Division I-A college athlete. I was a linebacker on a national championship football team, right? And now, now my body can't withstand the rigors of bowling? I really wasn't. Sometimes people come up afterwards and say, Real, were you really a linebacker? Yeah, I played linebacker for the USC Trojans. Got any Trojan fans out there? Yes! Yes! Here's what's a trip. I was watching the uh, Super Bowl this past weekend, and before the game, they had the 100 best uh, players of all time. I don't know if you saw that. The 100, top 100 NFL players in the last 100 years, three of them were teammates of mine on the same, on the same team. Ronnie Lott, Anthony Munoz, Bruce Matthews. Three guys on one team. But in my three years on the team at USC, I came off the bench during a game for one play. Rudy. Yeah, but I, yeah, Rudy, right. Rudy, Rudy. But I did set a team record that year because I graduated, thank you. 
You know, a lot more college athletes are, that joke was funnier 30 years ago, actually. A lot more college athletes are graduating these days. They are, they are. You know, they're fucking up my joke, is what I'm saying. My most famous, this is my last thing, my most famous non-graduating teammate was Marcus Allen. And some of you have probably heard of him, but those of you who have not heard of Marcus, Marcus went on to the NFL, was a Super Bowl MVP, made millions of dollars in salary and endorsements. But I got my degree. <laughs> He's got nothing to fall back on, does he? And tonight, I got a free drink, so fuck you, Marcus Allen. <laughs> and that's my time, so thank you very much. Thank you.